0: Coming out yet, Christmas time. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> We've got our Christmas spiked drinks. Yes, they are tequila coffees, basically. Mm. They're delicious. Cheers. With a cinnamon whipped cream on top. All right. Does this have almond milk? It has the cinnamon and almond milk. Gotcha. That's where the almond tasting is coming from. Mm, oh, it's so
1: good. Yeah. You can't even taste the tequila. Mm, so good. Warm you right up, guys.
0: Yes. yes so.
1: Uh, well, we're, <laughs> Your dog is choking. Yeah. Um, we're yep. doing something a little different for you guys. Yes, we are. So starting on Christmas Day, we are doing the 12 Sinister Days of Christmas. Yes. We're releasing these in sections. We are. So, Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's still, so I guess not starting with Christmas, starting the Tuesday after Christmas.
0: Yeah, because technically, I mean, we didn't really know this, but the 12 days of Christmas starts on
1: Christmas.
0: Yeah. And it ends at the end of the day on January 4th.
1: Which so, makes sense. Because yeah. if you think about, we normally do it like the countdown to Christmas, but it's the right. 12 days of Christmas, not the 12 days before Christmas. Right.
0: Yeah. So, Idiots. Yeah. Yeah we literally had to google that yes so um our 12 sinister
1: days we are reading um some terrifying christmas stories it's gonna get into like some sinister traditions i'm so excited
0: i am too i'm so excited as well are we gonna do a drinking word or just kind of drink long i think do a drinking word. We do not know like any of these stories and okay. I yeah. feel like we should. So do you want to explain like the format of like how we're doing this? Yes, cuz we didn't so, do any well we did like minimal research. Yeah, minimal research on this. Basically what we wanted to do was because our Name is something sinister. We wanted to find sinister, like holiday or Christmas stories. We want to ruin it forever. We want to <laughs> terrify people because that's just what we do. That's what the holidays are all about. Yes, <laughs> yes. So basically, we are going to alternate. I'll tell a terrifying Christmas story based off of this article that we found online, and then Cadence will, and, so, and we're going to kind of like interact with each other and. You know, just kind of see where it takes us.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. So
0: this article is oh drinking word. Yeah, drinking word. I think it should be Santa. Santa. I like I think it. anytime we hear the, the word Santa <clears throat> Do we wanna do Santa or do we wanna do Christmas? Oh god. If we do Christmas, we're gonna drink like every second. I don't know. I mean
1: Okay, so for the first video, it's going to be uh one through six, five? One through five? Yeah, five through six. Yeah. One of those days. Right. So we can always, like, stop and make a new drink if it gets too
0: crazy. Okay, so Christmas. So Christmas. Christmas is the drinking word I'm so go. excited. So, so before we get started, disclaimer. Yes. Yes. I know it basically by heart. So our videos and podcasts are used for entertainment purposes only. All information was found on the internet. Uh, Keep in mind we will talk all things sinister. So viewer and listener discretion is advised. So. Okay.
1: So credit for doing the actual research for this episode goes to thethings.com This article was written by Christina Alongi, Yeah. Is that how we're going to say it? Yeah. Uh, back in 2016. Yes. So, um, man, and I
0: wish you guys could see
1: <laughs> the very first picture. It's the creepiest Santa and
0: kids just terrified. Of kids them. are terrified. Uh, so you should Google it. Um, just Google 15 terrifying <laughs> Christmas stories. And I'm sure you'll find the article that we yeah. are covering. Yep. So right. how do we how do we want to start this? We're gonna take the first one. should we sure. Read through this little like. No, I think characters. we should just let's go into it. Let's just get into it. Let's get into it. All right. So uh, the first one that we are going to talk about is name. Uh, the name is Perchta. So Perchta is a Celtic goddess. Um, basically, it's a hardcore Santa Claus, and not in a fun way. Uh, She came up in the Alpine regions around the Middle Ages as sort of a traditions police, Uh, made cultural taboos, but didn't get tabooed. And during the 12 days of Christmas, Mm -hmm. and especially on the 12th (laughs) night, because she procrastinates like a college student and crams everything in at the very last minute, uh, she would roam the frozen countryside, and sneak into people's homes. Okay. So, if children and servants of the house had behaved and worked hard all year, then she might give them a small silver coin. That's bullshit. I know. (laughs) I mean, maybe back then it was something. Like, just a small silver (laughs) coin, that's all. And she would hide it in a shoe or a pail. So it's not like the tooth fairy where you like put away. You know where it course. is. Not like you only to find it. You
1: just get a coin, but now you have to find it. Right, right. But
0: if they were oh, bad, Parchsta would slit their bellies open, remove their guts, and stuff the body with straw and pebbles. Oh my god. Can you imagine telling a kid? If you, are, if you are bad, Perch is going to get you.
1: Honestly, I think
0: we should tell children
1: this. I think this is way more effective than coal right. in your stocking. I agree.
0: Wow. I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, crazy. Oh. So, also, it kind of takes a deeper dive. So, she would stuff their bellies with straw or pebbles. And girls who clearly didn't, like, spin all the wool that year. Uh, would become straw dolls for Christmas, like Christmas straw dolls. (laughs) Oh, my God. Why just the girls? I don't know. It's so fascinating. Um, It also says that if someone ate something on their day of feast, other than traditional foods of fish... It sounds like she would turn them into Christmas straw dolls also. So. Wow. Yeah, she was an evil bitch.
1: Oh. Mm. She makes me think of the Banshee. Do you know this, like the full story behind the
0: Banshee? Mm-mm. I don't think so.
1: Oh, we should definitely cover that in a sinister story. So the Banshee yeah. um, comes out. Maybe it is a Christmas thing now that I think about it. Anyways, she walks around and, like, sings and screams. And if Mm -hmm. you look, she'll look in your windows. And if you make eye contact, she, like, kills your family. Oh,
0: my gosh.
1: I learned that in elementary school.
0: But I forget, like, what
1: holiday it is. Maybe it's Halloween. I don't know. But very similar. Yeah. And clearly this is, like, way back in the day. Like, these people already had it rough just to like normal everyday life. next one. Number two, Santa Claus, homicide detective. (laughs) So, here we go. When he wasn't committing crimes such as breaking and entering, the French version of Santa Claus, a.k.a. St. Nicholas, was out solving crimes. His specialty was murder. And if he was in a particularly good mood, he'd bring them back to life in a disappointingly non-zombie-like fashion. I think that's actually, like, we don't need zombies. Let's, right. Let's not add them in. Right. So, one such story begins with three children who got lost in the woods, because, you know, terrible things like this always happen when children venture into the woods. <laughs> oh my God. That's not the truth. <laughs> they stumble upon a butcher's house and ask for help. He invites them inside, fattens them up, and sends them to bed. Then he gets Worst Host of the Year award by chopping them up into little pieces and sticking them in a barrel of salt. Oh my um, god. For blah, 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 aka a salty pork dish. Oh my
0: god. Like, Chopped of the kids like the kids, like they didn't, pork a, dish? they didn't even get a chance to be good. No, he fattened them up and then he butchered them and ate oh my them. God. Oh, wow. Seven yeah. years later.
1: St. Nicholas decides to go for a walk in the middle of nowhere and also knocks on the same butcher's door. When he's inside, he asks for the salty pork dish. The but- butcher gets him something fresh. St. Nicholas gives him a look and says, Why don't you give me the meat you prepped seven years ago, you <laughs> homicidal maniac? <laughs> I love the girl who wrote that. Oh my god, I know. It <laughs> says, okay, maybe that last part was made up. He probably was a lot classier about it. (laughs) He sticks his finger in the right barrel, and the three kids magically spring back to life. And in some version of the story, the butcher becomes St. Nicholas's assistant, Pierre Fortard. I probably said that so wrong. I guess murdered three kids for me is good on a resume. (laughs) Who won? Who won in
0: this? I don't know. I truly don't know. We know that the kids lost because they were a dip, essentially. Yeah, like
1: not only were they—it didn't say that they were even bad kids, but they get chopped up. They're missing for seven years, so basically they've escalated into the next phase of life. Like you were seven, you're now a teenager, I'm assuming. Um, And then the butcher gets awarded by being Santa's assistant, right?
0: Wow. Unreal. That is awful. That is awful. <laughs> you homicidal <laughs> mania. <laughs> That's my favorite part. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> That's great. Oh, Okay, I'm ready for this one. Alright, the next one is The Nutcracker. We've all heard of The story, The Nutcracker, some of those more cultured than us, might have gone out and seen the ballet. I definitely have not. Have you ever seen The Nutcracker? I bet you have. You also lived in New York, so it makes sense. Um, (laughs) Cute as the dance may be, but the story is actually rather horrifying. It starts with a young girl named Marie. She receives a Nutcracker for Christmas. Boom. Which her brother ends up breaking uh, by trying to crack a particularly large nut. She patches the doll up with some ribbon from her dress until her clock mother, or clock maker godfather, can properly fix it up. Clock maker godfather. That is a tongue twister. That also doesn't register my brain. What does that mean? So a clock maker, a person who makes clocks, godfather. So it was her godfather who was the maker. Okay. <laughs> yep. Weird. So that night, while everyone's asleep, Marie sneaks back downstairs to be with the Nutcracker. But as the clock strikes midnight, things go from mildly creepy doll obsession to full-blown horror movie. Rats pile into the house from seemingly nowhere, led by seven by the seven-headed mouse king. Let me repeat that. Seven <laughs> heads. A seven-headed mouse. That's definitely not in the ballet. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Marie finds herself magically shrunk to a mouse's size, but lucky for her, all the other dolls, many of them that were toy soldiers, spring to life and start battling the rats. Mm-hmm. They're led by none other than the Nutcracker. It doesn't go too well for the, doll- the dolls until Marie takes off her, slicker- her slipper and chucks it at the Mouse King, distracting him long enough for the nutcracker to kill him. Nice. Marie passes out, and when she wakes up normal-sized, the room is a mess, and there are even seven tiny crowns scattered around her. From all of his heads. From all of the heads. Years later, Marie professes her love for the nutcracker, and and that (laughs) night she finds herself doll-sized again. This time it's permanent. And she spends the rest of her days living with the Nutcracker, aka her night and shining. Armor.
1: So, why did it take her years to profess her love? I feel like if there was a time to say, Wow, you're the one, it would have been when he killed the seven headed mouse.
0: Mouse King. Yeah, <laughs> like, why would you wait years? Yeah, this. I'm not on Marie's side in this one. I'm not either. She deserves to be. Yeah, she probably should have shrunk and just not been in love she deserved to be turned into straw like the children in
1: the first <laughs> yes,
0: oh from yes. <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> christmas tree decorations drink
0: christmas wow i'm already halfway through mine i know you are sucking that now. it's so good and it's pretty okay. good. what's christmas without
1: a little murder <laughs> All right. A girl named Juliet is home alone as she Mm -hmm. lives with her single mother, who is a nurse taking the night shift. Okay, wait. (laughs) Juliet's clearly a kid. Her mom is a single mother. (laughs) The mom is a nurse who works at night. Yes. Got it. Got it. What a run-on sentence. (laughs) Okay. Juliet just finished decorating the Christmas tree where there's a scratching at the door to their apartment. So this is clearly modern day. Yes. When she looks through the peephole, she sees a man dressed in a dirty Santa Claus suit. That would be terrifying. So like, what? He's in a thong?
0: What's a what's a no? Like a uh, Santa Claus suit that's dirty, like with actual dirt. On oh,
1: it. I was thinking like <laughs> sexy. <laughs> like your yeah, a like, <laughs> out of the
0: gutter! Oh my, like,
1: there's a stripper Santa Claus. What's I mean, scary? I'm sure there
0: is. He's dirty. Okay, got it. Like, actually dirty. (laughs) He's covered in dirt. This story is already confusing.
1: (laughs) Okay. It's Santa Claus, (laughs) she says. The dirty kind, not the sexy (laughs) kind, just to be clear. Juliet, maybe only 11 years old. So she's (laughs) not an idiot like me. Okay. She refuses to open the door and threatens to call the police when he doesn't leave. His solution to the dilemma? An axe. Julia hides in the closet while he busts the door down. When he finds her, she manages to to stab him in the eye with a coat hanger, and it all goes downhill from there. Oh, my God. I mean, where else is it going to (laughs) go? Right. Julia's mom finally manages to come home around midnight. She finds the door busted open, and the Christmas... (laughs) And the Christmas tree decorated bits of Juliet.
0: (gasps) Oh, my God.
1: Holy shit. Okay, well, apparently he didn't like the eye. Mm -hmm. Oh, and that's it. That's the end of the story. And that's the end of the story. So, once again, Juliet did nothing. No. She probably was a good kid. Yep. Watch out for those sexy sandals. (laughs) No, dirty sandals. (laughs) They will bust your door down with an (laughs) axe. Oh my god! <laughs>
0: next one. Oh my oh, god! This picture. Okay, it's a uh, Greek goblins. All right, around southern Europe, there's the legend of the Karank Karankolos. Karankolos. Yes, I guess. <laughs> what the
1: hell?
0: Uh, all right, there's. The legend of the Koronkakolis goblins. <laughs> <laughs> say that <for> again. <laughs> fast. <best>. Right. <laughs> These little monsters live underground throughout the year and only come up during the 12 days of Christmas. Ding. Although mm-hmm. some say they're only up for the first 10 days of, of Zemri, a.k.a. the dreadful cold. As late December is freezing, most say that they're more annoying than harmful. They pull pranks, they cause mischief, and they demand <laughs> piggyback rides from humans. Whoa. <laughs>
1: Whoa. You're telling me that creature, this that creature, creature wants a fucking piggyback ride? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: More annoying than harmful. That's harmful to my mental health. Yeah, that's more harmful than annoying. Oh, my God. But in Turkey, it's a different story. They'll hang out in the streets at night and ask seemingly ordinary questions to passerbys. If you don't answer correctly, the goblin kills you. Okay, seemingly normal questions like, hey, where are you headed tonight? (laughs) Like,
1: yeah. "Mm Right. Hey, you got <laughs> the time? Yeah. That thing is asking. <laughs> that thing's just
0: stands and you like, hey, hey, answer my question. Like, okay. I got it. <laughs> the correct answer is Kara, Turkish for black. So another favorite hobby of the Karan is calling out to people while imitating the voices of their loved ones, luring them out into the cold in hopes that they'll freeze to death. So they prank people by mimicking the voices of loved ones that have passed. I love that we started this
1: out (laughs) with, most say they're more annoying than harmful. Right. It doesn't no. sound
0: annoying. It sounds harmful.
1: I don't know, Christina. That sounds pretty. <laughs> that sounds. Uh, okay, but what's the part with the correct answer is correct, black. Turkish I guess black, the like... correct answer is Kara. Turkish so they ask black. you just any random question and you're supposed to go Kara. Yeah, you're supposed
0: to say Kara.
1: Hmm. Yes. Wow, that's terrifying. Yeah, that's so crazy. Who came up with that? I things? feel like Karanka sounds like an intestine. Yeah. Like, wow, well, I've got some bad
0: news. <laughs> I gotta... Your Karanka <laughs> is failing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, I want to do more of these. No. So great. Okay. Next Christmas werewolves. Ooh. It's just a picture of a werewolf. So yeah. you guys get it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, more hard words. The pre <laughs> Precol Pre-co- Is that how you would say that? pre yeah. yeah. Sure. The pre <laughs> are Romanian werewolves of ancient lore, and they love Christmas. Woo! They're, they're like dogs who adore winter. Because they get to roll around in the snow. Oh, okay. (laughs) I feel like this is going to take a turn
0: (laughs) when they're not killing people. Oh, oh, there's the turn. That's the turn. That's the turn. turn. All right, Christina, we got it. (laughs) We got it. We we know to keep reading.
1: (laughs) But the (laughs) precolici. Yeah. Pre pre precolici. Yeah. (laughs) Precolici werewolves are unique in that they don't reproduce. By biting their victims. Oh, so like I guess normal vampires turn you into.
0: Into by, by biting. No, these are were- werewolves. Werewolves do too. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay.
1: Yeah. Not knowledge. Werewolves. Um, the hairy, re- reanimated corpses of evil men who've committed violent c- crimes. Oh, they are. <laughs> Missed that word. They're the hairy reanimated corpses of evil men who've committed violent crimes Ooh. and who just can't seem to get enough of that bloodletting oh so they're like reincarnated bad people and two werewolves and if that's, that's not bad enough shit. they won't stay dead after the pre <laughs> dies it comes back again I, this time as a vampire <laughs> third time's the charm oh my god oh. so
0: they were a terrible human Then a werewolf. That wasn't good enough. And now they're a vampire.
1: Yes. All right. Werewolf activity is said to increase during the Christmas season. Ooh. Makes sense seeing as wolves are social animals. They got to check in on grandma. Visit the in-laws. Count up how many humans they kill this year and set a new goal for next year. You know, all that jazz. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, that was opinion. a Romanian, yeah, yeah right. hmm. story. Wow, well, I all these foreign countries with so much to look forward to. Yes. Yeah, no kidding. Oh my gosh, what in the world. Oh, oh, I'm excited for this one. I know. How all many right. have we done? There's uh, fifteen of these stories, so six. that's six. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> I want to keep going. Well, we're gonna keep going. Honestly, you know what I'm thinking? What is we keep reading this whole article? Yeah. For the first episode, and, we'll and find, find a new article for the next <laughs> one. All right. this is so great! I agree.
0: Perfect. Okay, do you need a refill? Um. Yeah. Do you want wine? Do you want that again? Mm. Do you want? What are you gonna do? We'll Only okay. wine. Yeah, I don't let's think do I want wine. anything sweet. Okay. Do you want red yeah. or red? <laughs> red. The next story is the Christmas lads. Of my favorite place iceland that's where she got married yeah. fun fact these days the christmas lads or yule lads are the icelandic version of santa claus doing mostly good oh, but back in the day they had a bit of a record these boys are said to be the sons of two mountain trolls and they would terrorize children during the Yule season if they had misbehaved. Each of their names described what they'd do. Sheepcoat harasses sheep. <laughs> Gully hides in the gullies to sneak into the cow shed and steal milk. <laughs> Asshole, well, we won't well, tell you what you we well, <laughs> <you that> <laughs> Bubby steals pans to eat the leftover crust. Ooh, I'm going to spoon liquor. (laughs) Spoon liquor, that's obvious. Uh, Pot scraper steals leftovers from pots. (laughs) Bowl liquor, again, obvious. (laughs) Door slammer scares the crap out of everyone in the middle of the night with his little hobby of slamming doors. Sky gobbler loves ice, oh, skyer. Sorry, Skyer Gobbler loves Icelandic dairy products. And for those of you who don't know, Skyer is yogurt. Oh, yes. Um, doorway Sniffer uses his giant nose to sniff out more food. Meat Hook <laughs> he uses a hook to steal meat. And then there's sausage swiper, window peeper, and candle stealer. Stop. Okay.
1: So, basically, they're
0: all food categories except for three.
1: Right. And they harass sheep, and they peep at people, and they steal candles. <laughs> they steal shit. Yes.
0: <laughs> but what okay. makes the lads scary is their companion, the Yule Cat. This beast eats children who didn't receive new clothes for Christmas his name is children eater because that's somehow the kid's fault that they didn't receive clothes so
1: uh wait the so Yule they uh, eat them so they didn't get new clothes which was completely out of their control they, they were, were like and eaten by the old cat hey cat eater <laughs> hey you're kid off. Cat. Kid, cat, meow. oh my gosh <laughs> Door Sniffer said there's some kids in there that didn't get new clothes. Right. All right. I was, we're skipping Krampus, right? Yes. Okay, we're what's skipping Krampus.
0: Episode.
1: So this next one is The Wild Hunt.
0: Mm.
1: Let's see what's going on. Oh, wow. That's a really long quote. I guess I'll read it. Yes, you are. So when the winter winds blow and the Yule fires are lit, it is best to stay indoors safely shut away from the dark paths and the wild heaths. Those who wander out by themselves during the Yule nights may hear a sudden rustling through the tops of the trees, a rustling mm-hmm. that might be the wind, though the rest of the wood is still. Mm-hmm. But then the barking of dogs fills the air and the mm-hmm. hosts of wild souls sweep down fire flashing from the eyes of the black hounds and the hooves of the black horses. Ooh. Kevildoof, Hagen, <laughs> Darson, aka Mountain Thunder. <laughs> okay. Good job. Now that we've painted this picture. This one takes multiple forms all across Europe. Vikings thought it was led by Odin. Southern Europeans believed it was a crazy witch lady who <laughs> babysat
0: dead kids. Dead kids? Jesus Christ. Oh my, so, why is everything, like, about kids and killing kids? I mean, I guess it makes for for <laughs> Um, my thing is, is, like, who's, like,
1: hey, um, babysitter, babysitters are us. Um, we've got some dead kids, and we really just want a date night tonight, so can you get <laughs> can you them, and, like, get them, please? So, early Christian lore said it was a host of dead sinners and evildoers taking a vacay from hell. Oh, my God. Wow. So there's that. But everyone agreed the wild hunt was not for mortals. To see it in person was a very bad omen. I would think. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I saw that dead army flying through the trees last night, and I think a special someone is thinking about me. <laughs> no. Like, someone you love is dying this year, or right. you're
0: failing all of your finals.
1: Um, I think it probably goes beyond school, but I mean, yeah. I
0: mean yeah, someone's probably dying.
1: Oh, I am so glad I didn't get this next one. Well. Because it's just the title I can't even say.
0: Right, the next one is, I'm going to pronounce it, FreuGa, Boy... Froy God. <laughs> Froy God. I don't think you pronounce the D, but you know what? Whatever. Some believed it, this kind of goes hand in hand with yours. Oh wild yeah. Hunt. Okay, so some believe that Froy God was one of the leaders of the Wild Hunt. She was only ever seen during the twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> Others pegged her as a walking public service announcement. After all, you really shouldn't leave the front door open. Not only is it a security risk, but it's also a really bad energy bill for your energy bill in the winter. Okay? Okay. If, while she wandered the streets of the German-speaking Europe for God, found a house with the door open, she would send in a dog. She was the dog version of the crazy cat lady. She had a whole pack of dogs, all of them undead, so they were alive. Um, the dog would be impossible to send away as it whined and begged for food. Wow, sounds like my two assholes over there. Um, <laughs> Aww. If, I know, they're sweet. <laughs> um, if the home homeowners were jerks and decided to kill the dog, okay. The body would turn to stone, and the phantom would come back. It would bring bad luck for the rest of the year. So, so basically, let
1: the dogs in, let, let them kill you, or ransack the house, or whatever. Let they're. them whine
0: and beg for food, and you love them.
1: Or yes, you turn to stone, and the lady comes back. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, this next one we gotta show a picture of because oh. I don't even understand what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: like what this looks like a bad eighties movie. <laughs> like what is that? It's like a massive hand and she's like, Yeah. Oh okay, would you God. say the grither? Yeah. Okay, the grither. We'll say the grither. Okay. Based on the episode Seasons of Belief from Tales from the Dark Side. The is a monster who lives in the North Pole, probably just down the street from Santa Claus. They're neighbors. <laughs> He's like, hey, neighbor. Hey. Uh, he is known for his basketball-sized hand. I'm sorry. That is way bigger than a basketball. Yeah, that is huge. That's like 10 basketballs. Right. Um, and arms as big as boa constrictors. But instead of using them to enter weightlifting contests... <laughs> A guy felt like that could easily make it to the Olympics. He uses them to reach into people's houses, squeeze their heads until they pop, like, um, some character on Game of Thrones. He was created by the fear, grief, and anger of the crew of a ship that got lost in the Arctic before they all died. Hmm. Oh, and I hope you're not reading this out loud. <laughs> because... The grinder hates the sound of his own oh, name. His victims <laughs> are the ones who say it out <laughs> say loud. Say their name out loud. Well, we just said it for everyone. So, oh uh, my god. I creepy. hate that. Okay, so basically, yeah. some died, I'm going to guess, yeah, on their way to find Santa. Yeah. The whole crew died and this guy like gathered all that hatred and yes. the negative energy and just grew into this freak. Gosh, seriously, hates the sound And of his own we said his name out loud. Well, you did. I did it. Maybe that's not how
0: you pronounce it. Yeah, it's probably not. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one is the Christmas tree and the wedding of oh by, by Friedor <laughs> Gozdefsky. <goes> okay. <laughs> Now this one was written in eighteen forty eight in Russia. Mm-hmm. It's not much scary as it is creepy and slimy because while it's fiction, you could bet something like this happened thousands of times throughout history. It takes place at a Christmas party. <clears throat> Need a ground number two. Where <laughs> the narrator is getting bored of watching the children play with their new toys. I would too. One of them is the daughter, an 11 year old who already has a very handsome dowry. Uh, remember, this was the time where the girl's parents essentially bribed men to marry their daughters at 11 years old. All right. Nice. Sounds like a Warren Jeff's, but uh, you know. She's playing with a boy around her age, the governess' son, the lowest on the social scale. The, in comes a man at least twice her age who wants that dowry. Remember, she's 11. Yikes. And he starts flirting with her and kissing her on the forehead and overall just being a creep. But she prefers to hang out with the other kid. The man chases the kid out of the room before convincing the girl's parents to invite him over again. Fast forward five years. Guess who is Getting married. Uh, okay, but wait, how does that end? I guess that's how it ends. By so that's just a pedophile. gross Christmas story. Yeah, that's so gross. Hashtag gross. Hashtag pedophile. Oh, okay. So this one.
1: Yeah, this next one. The kit bag by Algernon Blackwood. I need people to not have difficult names. Right. <laughs> A defense attorney, secretary, Johnson, decides to head to the Alps for the holidays. He asks to borrow a kit bag for the trip.
0: Do you know what a kit bag is? I don't know what a kit bag is. I don't either. So. Leave a comment. Tell us what a kit bag is. Let us know. Let us know.
1: And the boss promises to have it sent to him that night. Earlier that day, the attorney had gotten a vicious uh, murder... A not guilty verdict by citing insanity. Okay, wait. The attorney had gotten a vicious murderer,
0: a not guilty verdict by citing insanity. Got it. Okay, so he got it. He wasn't guilty for murder because of insanity. Well, he was guilty for murder. But But the attorney got him a not not guilty guilty verdict. Yes. Okay.
1: Nobody's really happy with the verdict, not even the attorney. Hmm, okay. Everyone believes he deserves to be hung, but whatever. It's not like it'll come back to bite them in the butt or anything. <laughs> Guessing the stakes are turkey. Yeah. So. When Johnson gets home <laughs> that night, the kit bag is waiting for him and he starts packing up. But soon he starts hearing footsteps in the hall. The kit bag starts moving around whenever he leaves the room. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Johnson sees the murderer and passes out. Oh my God a weasel. Okay. (laughs) When he wakes up early the next morning, someone from his boss's office comes back with another (laughs) kit bag. (laughs) Apparently there's tons of these kit bags. Explaining that there was a mix-up. Johnson has the bag from the murder case, the one the killer had, uh, the one that the killer had used to hold the victim's body parts. (laughs) Oh, and that killer? (laughs) Why, he committed suicide last night, why do you ask? Okay, wait. I'm confused. Okay, let's, let's dissect this for a second. Okay. Yeah. So, So Johnson is the buddy. Yes. The secretary. Attorney's secretary. He is the one staying in this cabin. Okay, and he He asked asked to borrow borrow a kit 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 bag. bag. And if it's anything like the picture, it's like a large potato sack. Right. Um. So, he gets back. The bag is there. He starts packing up. Soon, so, the kit
0: bag is haunted.
1: Yeah. The kit bag starts moving whenever he leaves, but he sees the murderer. Johnson sees the murderer. And when he wakes up early the next morning, someone from his boss's office comes back with another kit bag, explaining, <laughs> there was a mix-up, you got the bag from the murder case, the one the killer used, oh, and that killer... He committed suicide last night, but
0: that could have been him. Oh, and why he, okay. So the kit bag that he gave him was actually the murderer. It belonged to the murderer. Belonged to the murderer. So the kit bag was the one murdering murdering people this whole time? But he saw the murderer too. I know. I'm so I'm so thinking, did the
1: murderer escape the mental institution? In Into like... the kit bag, because the kit bag oh, was moving. Shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Got it. We solved the case. Okay. okay. We get, We did. Got into this massive yep. kit
0: bag. Yep. I think it would help if we knew what a kit bag yeah, was. Yeah, well, clearly it's a fucking person. <laughs> yeah. Or looks so, like a person.
1: Okay, and then they just God. assumed that he committed suicide because he, <laughs> he had was, an empty kit bag. He was, yeah, gone. he was gone. Hmm,
0: interesting. Yeah, why would you assume that he had committed Maybe suicide? Maybe they
1: were like trying to cover it up because they like lost the killer. Maybe. Hmm. All right. Oh, weird. Okay, wow. Gl- glad we really glad are... we dissected that. Yes, one. and this next one is the picture.
0: <laughs> this is just the best. So this one is called Christmas is Coming by Gina L. Grandy. So this is the picture. It is oh, great. my god. <laughs> the kids are terrified. That's gonna be like our
1: episode announcement picture. <laughs> <laughs> so good.
0: All right. Uh, All right, so 250 words of pure creepiness. Quote, each year, I watch you sleep. I like that you are still and breathing and quiet, and it's a game to keep you that way. Sometimes I'll move you closer carefully, carefully running a finger across your sleeve, touching my tongue to your hair, letting my beard brush your forehead. If I can... If I think you won't wake, I'll open a drawer. I'll press a thumb into the contents and smile that you will wear my touch unknowingly on your bare skin. Okay, this is like giving me chills and sweat. I'm serious. Like, seriously. <laughs> what the fuck? This is creepy. I would be crying <laughs> too. Like, this <laughs> kid. Oh, that's why kids are screaming in terror. Yeah. Maybe I'll open a closet. Maybe I'll move something on the dresser just a little maybe you'll notice i like that you might not the cookies i'll eat because why not i'll think about you slumbering in the other room and lick the crumbs from my fingers i literally just got chills i know i have chills i'll hold the plate on my lap let it rest there eventually i'll fill your stocking each gift i'll handle carefully tenderly before slipping it inside I'll picture you in the morning finding what I've left and sometimes I'll have to pause and catch my breath. I'll think about this time last year and the year before. Each year is better than the last. Before I I leave, I'll take a last look at you. I might whisper to you. I might lean close to your face and breathe hot into your ear. See you next year. <laughs> oh oh oh! <laughs> oh, what the fuck? That Who, terrifying. Uh, Who wrote this? this? Yeah, it said, like, by Gina Grandy? Apex Magazine? Magazine?
1: What's Apex Magazine?
0: Is that also for Dirty Santa? Yeah, it says definitely Dirty Pedophile Santa. Oh, my God. That <laughs> Seriously, like I didn't like me the part jokes. about like
1: the cookies and like licking the crumbs. All
0: of it was just so stuff in I'll slip
1: it in. Like what the fuck? Oh my
0: god.
1: Okay. Oh. So, this will be the last one for this episode. The Turn of the Screw by Henry James. Mm. So I'm guessing this is a book. Yeah. Okay. Published in 1898, the story doesn't take place during the holidays, but it it was a popular one told during Yuletide. Ironically, this book was published in October, the new scary month. Hmm. It's told from the point of view of an unnamed uh, governess freshly hired to look after two kids, Miles and Flora, while their uncle is away. She barely sets foot on the property before she starts seeing ghosts. Nice.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) She's right off the bat.
0: Yeah.
1: Most people would keep job searching, but not this woman. She has stubbornness issues. She asks the maid, Mrs. Gross, about the ghost. Mrs. Gross tells her they're former employees, Peter Quint and Miss hmm. Jessel. Once the ghosts start getting in the house, the governess decides it's time to call for help, but before she can send a letter to her boss, it gets stolen. Uh, the governess... The note gets stolen? Okay. Hmm. Sure. The governess suspects that the kids can see the ghost too, but they don't talk about it. Not until Flora mysteriously falls ill. Mrs. Gross rushes her off uh, off the estate to see a doctor leaving the governess alone with Miles. Miles was the one who stole the letter. He summons the ghost of Peter Quint, and when the governess looks out the window to see him, she instantly dies of fright. So, Miles is like a
0: ghost controller? Is that Miles is, yeah, an evil person. An it evil ends. child. And... Yeah. End of story.
1: And that's that. <laughs> it has a really happy ending where people die. Yep. That's what happens.
0: Happy holidays. Yes. Merry Christmas. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Well, those were interesting. They were so interesting. I would say number two was definitely like number one scary, like the one that I just had.
1: Yeah. Like that is like the scariest. For sure. Now I want to like, now that we kind of have an idea of like what these traditions are, I feel like we can look up like very scary versions of Santa. Yes. Or oh my gosh.
0: like, like
1: right? holiday origins that are scary. These this was freaky, but well, yeah. some of these I feel like are like creepy pasta ish. Right. Yeah. For sure. Um. For but sure. those
0: other ones mixed in were great. Oh my god! I know. Like I, there were so many. I honestly, I've never heard of any of them, but Krampus. To yeah. Be honest, like all of those other. Yeah. Never, never well, and the Nutcracker that. one. Well, but, the Nutcracker, but
1: I mean, not the seven-headed mouse. And, right. Yeah, that was a little different, but very gruesome. Okay. So. Anyways, our next video is going to be pretty similar. We're going to yeah. hopefully find some new ones. That yeah. was just too good to stop. It was. Oh my it was,
0: god. Yeah. I love this article. Wait so Christina Alongi. Yeah, good job. Alongi. 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 Well, final words. Stay sinister, folks. <laughs> and and uh, just be good. Yeah, don't let <laughs> Fucking, what's her name? Uh, <laughs> Don't let Perchta, Perchta, come and, and get you. Concanoculus
1: <laughs> and P- Petracoli <laughs> and all these weird fucking names. Yeah, you Just know be what? Good for the holidays. Lock yourself inside. Don't okay. answer the door. Don't. Even if you've been good, you're probably gonna you're get, right. get captured. Don't I'll
0: give be- a goblin a piggyback ride. Right? Because and if anyone
1: we asks, definitely do not recommend it. If anyone asks you a question on the street, just answer with "Kara," yeah, aka Black. Black. Just to be safe, <laughs> I say Black. You never know when a goblin wants a piggyback ride. Right? You never know. Anyways, cheers!
0: Cheers! cheers. Merry Christmas! Boom.